0: Welcome to the Awesome Life Podcast, for women in transition looking for simple ways to live and love life with awesome energy, joy, prosperity, and freedom, all without drugs. And now here is your awesomeness host, Karen Stoltz. Okay. Hey, welcome to uh, Awesome Life Podcast. And today I'm here with Maria Horstman. Am I pronouncing that correctly, Maria? You yeah. <laughs> She is the founder of BFab BU LLC. I love that. Maria is a health and wellness speaker, a coach, a personal trainer. She's a unique combination of 20 years experience in corporate America and personal health reinvention. She's also an entrepreneur and has tremendous coaching skills. She empowers stressed out sugar and carb lovers to optimize their weight and health so that they can rediscover vitality, happiness, and lead a fulfilling life. She's been featured on business radio, ISSUU publications, PCOS awareness symposium, and the Florida complete wellness. And really cool. I just learned she's also co-authored America's leading ladies with Oprah, and Melissa Gates, or Melinda Gates, excuse me. Her mantra to herself and others is living life with joy, energy, and health is the best gift that you can give yourself. So is it any wonder I wanted her on Awesome Life podcast? That's what it's all about. So today, Maria's going to help us and share with us information about stress and strategies to use stress to our advantage a lot of people don't realize that you can do that so i'm excited maria thank you so much Uh, tell tell me a little bit more about yourself how did you get into all of this
1: yeah hi karen Uh, it's awesome to be here it's a pleasure to be part of your community and uh help give a little bit of the beats and nuggets you know to to help people uh live a vibrant life yeah i you know i got into this because it was almost 10 years ago i had a little conversation of myself i call a come to jesus conversation
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and that was driven because i was single i'm still single and uh and i'm like God, I mean, you know, single family in Brazil, nobody around except myself living alone and no kids. And I said, well, I'm not gonna have a kid just for companionship or, or or unless I have the right partner. And that was not flowing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, what is aging to me, right? And around the same kind of time, you know, those commercials that have like those older ladies that fall fall into the kitchen, And they cannot get up. Yep. I've fallen and I can't get up. (laughs) I cannot get up. And then the phone and all that, they're found alone and they're freaking out. All those things were going on around the same time. And it says, how about if I age here alone? I mean, what is that going to be? What is my life going to be on my Mm 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever? I don't care much about when God is going to take me from here. But it's really the quality of this when. Between now and day, how I wake up every day. And I'm a very, you know, I have introvert in me, but I'm a very extrovert person. I gain energy from people, mm-hmm. and I travel, I like to, to exercise, I like to live life really to the fullest as much as I can and outdoor stuff and do some uh, crazy bungee jumping and things like that. <laughs> I know, I love it. I love it. And, uh, and I says, how can I do that? How can I continue this the longest I can? Know and then that's when I have the introspection and looking into me at the time. You know, I was I I didn't know, you know, but I had pre diabetes, Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a sugar addict, that was uh, definitely part of the story. I also had eating disorder, I would overeat and I would, you know,
0: purge, Mm -hmm. purge,
1: exactly. I did that to control my weight. So, the weight Mm -hmm. battle has been not that I've been obese or anything like that, some of a weight, but the mind has been really disturbed since very young. I look at my 15 year old birthday and I, you know, the first thing goes is I see a belly, you know, I see a bell in that picture. And, and honestly, I don't know where this conversation about weight started, but I always remember this being a problem. So I control, you know, my weight by doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. So depriving myself or my, my, my diet was terrible. Uh, you know, his diet, really, because it's a yo-yo. It was terrible. There's no nutrition whatsoever. So eating disorder, you know, pre-diabetic, I, I grew up with chronic digestive issues and just got worse when I came from Brazil here. And I, I came at 21. So basically because I switch even more to sweets and, and healthy foods, right? So um, I said, I didn't look at my mom. Oh, God, a lot of the things that I do are driven by my mom's health. Uh, which I don't want to get there ever Uh, I'm doing my part you know and I I became then obsessed in a way you know for a while on this and I went to study 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 and then I started applying applying those things and I started shifting I started changing you know I mean and to me it was like mind-blowing I was so much into the science reading books you know health summits all this crazy stuff you know and got to a point, I says, time out, time out. I was going like kind of nuts over here in my head. Where you spend <laughs> you spend your Friday, Saturdays, weekend reading books about nutrition, hormones and stuff? And then I had a few, uh, you know, so then I start, you know, uh, getting way better with my habits, changing every aspect of my lifestyle and health. And then I was in career. I had a corporate career for many years. I was in finance for the last nine, 10 Very stressful jobs. I had a few, you know, especially one um, boss that was really like, this is not the way for me to continue. You know, if this is what's going to take for a woman to be in power, because I was working directly under CEOs and CFOs and it says, I don't want this. This is, it was extremely stressful, became chronic stress. You go to work and you're like already like this. So, you know, uh, events turned to me to say, you know what? I got to, maybe try this out because I was going to have to change jobs. And I said, do I want to start all over again? And I had already started my health coaching, you know, kind of learning, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I
1: was already in the personal training. I says, you know, that's the easiest thing that I can do, you know, to get into health. So one day I thought, oh, one day I'll probably quit this life. That one day came a lot quicker because of this specific event with uh, some powers ahead of me. That I says this is not what I want. I want to do something that I add value to people that I feel good every day. And then came to health and wellness.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. So you experience stress. what what have you learned with all of your studies and everything? What have you learned about stress? There are there are different types of stress, aren't there? Yes, there are different types. There is practically
1: three different types of stress. You know, when we we mostly talk about acute stress
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know the one that we all hear all about because that comes from the demands and the pressures you know of uh, the past and even anticipated anticipated demands and pressures of the near future do you hear the word anticipated? anticipated
0: yeah that yeah
1: okay so that that is an acute stress is also thrilling you know, it get you excited, get your heart rate up and blah, blah, blah. In small doses, you know, it's okay, right? But it can become a little bit too much. It can become exhausting if you have this up and down, up and down, up and down. So mm-hmm. the acute comes from this demands impressions of day-to-day like I had it, you know, at work basically every day, right? Um, but when it doesn't, doesn't alleviate Right can become to what is called you know episodic stress, acute stress that episodic acute stress is more frequent, so that is when the lives are kind of disoriented you know by seeing chaos and crisis that happens more often so just just think about it. you know I don't know karen i have I've been out of the corporate you know for almost six years now, right. But the chaos in some companies that I work for, the chaos and the crisis was constant. And I do corporate wellness today. So I work with more, smaller companies. Obviously, during the pandemic, they chosen not to do one-on-one. But uh, that is, they, they bring a health coach there to kind of question the scenario, to kind of help with the stress and the daily. And think about the health and wellness of their employees because it's really about the health and wellness of the company. So this episodic acute stress, you know, which is another type, is where people don't relate to a name or anything like that. The person is always in a rush. It feels, it's always late. Boy, I was one of those. Always in a rush. Always, <laughs> always feel like in crisis, right? That is, they take too much. They take too much on, right?
0: And so they don't know how to organize their lives, right? Well, they're, they're being pressured, aren't they, uh, by their, their bosses. You have to do this. You have to do that. And because their bosses don't recognize either what's going on. And, and that actually creates more disease, doesn't it? Create. So, but it's not only the bosses. So,
1: imagine the person has, you know, that kind of environment. And then you go to the home of kids. Mm. Or maybe you are a stay home mom. I mean, you, my neighbor has four kids. When those kids are outside, I go nuts just looking. I cannot even imagine what it is for kids, these small kids like they have inside the house. I mean, I'm like, and then the other day I was talking to her, to their dad and says, and there's, he's talking to me and dealing with three kids at the same time, you know, and I'm says, Maria, this is my life. And I says, I get it. I get it. But you know, it, it, it this this um these people with this exotic acute they're like aroused they're short tempered irritable anxious tense right mm-hmm. and so so that impacts also their relationships deteriorate the not only at work right but in their their lives with their neighbors with their families with their kids the husbands spouses whatever partners
0: so the, that really does yeah that that really does affect not only their own bodies but everybody around them yes and everybody around them is creating more stress as well that's correct well it's actually infectious <laughs> yeah yeah i can see that
1: let me know let me ask you this do you know anyone who is always worried about it, something do you know anybody who is like i'm worried about this i'm worried. every time you talk to them they're worried about something
0: yeah absolutely it makes no sense to me <laughs>
1: person, that is likely that that person is suffering from episodic acute stress. Okay. When the you know, the stress is always there. So obviously the body cannot relax on that. So they have headaches, migraines, you know, persistent tensions, you know, chest pains. All those can be symptoms of this episodic stress because it's just, you know, compared to the acute here and there and ups and downs, but the acute, you kind of relax some. You know, okay, you go home, you have a pleasant place, you know, you're not worrying too much. You leave maybe, you're able to leave the worries of work at work or maybe at kids, you, you, you know, you involve somebody else and you're able to say, you know, like kids, let's play. You know, forget about everything. Forget about the chaos in the house. You see what I'm saying? You're able maybe all personal skills or maybe because you grew up in an environment that your mom, your parents provided that. So you're able to control that. And then the third version of uh, type of stress is really the chronic stress. Oh, that, 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 is the that one that is more that is the one that is more impactful on the health and wellness of individuals. Oh. That person never sees the way out. Interesting, interesting. All more right. miserable situation and I know a lot of people like that. You know oh
0: how does this i mean we we talked a little bit about how it impacts your weight and your health but can you expand upon that a little bit yeah absolutely so the acute
1: version you know of stress you know the overdoing and short doing there are more psychological distress right headaches you might have an upset stomach i had clients who would come you know i have diarrhea you know i have this and that and that it was in a sense uh, how has been your week right and you start going back and say, Well, has been a lot of stress. One client I remember she was writing her thesis, you know, she was working with me, and then she had a husband, she was planning her wedding. I mean, like <laughs> you know,
0: so all she was all over the place.
1: All over. So she had headache and diarrhea. Okay, that was her symptoms. So upset stomach. So those are kind of things, right, that will come explode. So the acute is something that can be manageable, it's treatable with awareness, awareness and implementing some timeouts, I want to say. And we're going to talk more about, you know. And so you
0: don't have to take drugs for that.
1: Yeah, I would say taking drugs should be the last, um, you know, okay. Okay. ever. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Coach, I'm not here to, to propose drugs, but I'm not here to get out of them. What I'm saying is there's many strategies, and we're going to discuss a few, that is to take your full responsibility for doing that on your own, because those medications will impact their hormones in your body, right? Hmm. And it's going to dysregulate other parts. And infants at times impact the organs in your body, mm-hmm. neurotransmitters in your body. So I'm, a, I'm not an anti-medication person. I think there is room for medication when situations is out of control. Uh, but um, there's many people who look for the way out, but the way out is short-lived because that medication can actually come and bite you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sense? That makes good kind of Sense.
1: Acute, you know, uh, stress, then it's, the symptoms are more persistent. You know, that headache, migraines, hypertension, you know, chest pain, and even can lead to heart disease. Because mm. right? you're always worried. So the body is always in constant stress, right? Now, for these people, unfortunately, often they don't see there is a problem. They they just don't see there is a problem. And they actually think that is it's life, or is somebody else, or is the boss, or is this. They blame the woes, you know, on other people and external events instead of personal responsibility because they've been ingrained into this for a long time. A lot of these people don't, they're hesitant to change. So that is where maybe if somebody makes them aware of the situation seeing a therapist might be a good solution. You start working in, in working with somebody and looking into their lifestyle, right? From meditation and things like that. Now the chronic, that it can be devastating, right? From blood pressure, heart disease, blood sugar imbalances, sleep rate, you know, inflammation in the body, immune system. The, the chronic stress is the one that you go, you know, for a long time, like we said, and it's constant. Uh, that is a, almost like a, it, it's devastating to our immune system, especially now during these times where, you know, July 2020, whenever you're listening, look, July 2020, since March has been pandemic, we've been shut, you know, so- COVID-19
0: is bringing on a lot of stress.
1: Right, it's bringing a lot of stress, and that's when we need the immune system the most to protect us. And the stress actually, you know, can, you can see that can be a snowball destruction of, uh, you know, of, uh, 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 of, uh, you know, our hormones that are even created, you know, originated in the, our gut system, right? From creating these imbalances, raising cortisol in the system, disrupting neurotransmitters, all those things, you know, uh, you know, a simple uh, serotonin, which everybody knows that is like a. You know, depression, sleep, if you lack that, you know, a lot of people associate with depression. You know, serotonin, 90% of that is made in the gut. Really? Interesting.
0: Interesting. And I did not know that. So let, let me ask, is there anything good about stress? Yes, there is a lot of things good about stress. Ooh, cool. You know, so first,
1: you know, we got to change the perspective about stress. So let me tell you about a study. <laughs> I'll mention a couple of studies here because this was phenomenal. So they studied about thirty thousand adults, okay, for eight years, and they ask, you know, okay, how much stress have you had in the last year, you know? And uh, another question: so, all those, okay, a lot of stress, whatever. The ones that they picked that had a lot of stress, you know. And the next question is: do you believe that stress is harmful? Listen to this: the people. Who experienced the stress and believed that it was harmful had a 43% increase in death rate. Wow. Compared to the belief to the people who experienced the stress but did not believe that the stress was harmful. Actually, they had a lower risk of death. I mean, we're talking about the belief. Of
0: something. Beliefs have a huge part of it. That's why I tell my clients don't believe anything I say, just give it a try and notice the difference, but don't use those beliefs in there. <laughs>
1: right. So, you know, so the thing is the question here is if that's, you know, actually the funny thing is when they did this study that was back on, uh, I think, uh, 2012, 11 or something like that, you know, at the time, if, 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 these assumptions are right on this study you know the death rate of a belief of stress was the 15th death rate in the united states more than hiv (laughs) more than skin cancer and homicide i mean i mean that is kind of funny right i mean you're like what are you serious right so there was over 20 deaths a year because you believe that stress is harmful right so the question is can the change of the mindset and how you think about stress make us healthier right so can that be so you know yes the science tells us that is yes and we can talk more about it so there is another study by harvard and this is another good one too so these were trained groups so the positive group pounding. So, so, there's, so they put these people, right? And they says, you're going to believe over here that is stress is a good thing for you, right? And then the other one is not good for you. So they basically look and it says, okay, look, imagine if it's stress, what you're going through over here. You know, they talk a little about stress and it says the pounding of your heart is really to prepare you for action. You know, so now you can go at it and and get your project done. You can actually run from that target, you actually go to that finish line, you feel competitive against that next person next to you in a treadmill or whatever, you know. This is your heart when you feel stressed out by any reason, is your heart is preparing you for action. And the other group, you know, they didn't say anything, right? And you know what caused was there was less oxygen coming to the brain so there's physical you know changes in the body so the stressful situation for those who actually said okay this is stressful and they're going out at like the average population you know they feel the stress what happens the blood vessels thicken right so the blood vessels cons- uh, you know become constrained on that so that is the correlation with cardiovascular disease now those who view it stress as helpful you know, the heart vessels just stay relaxed, similar to moments of what, Karen? Joy and courage. I mean, they give me the goosebumps.
0: I love that. Yeah, that is really good. So do you have any uh, tips or something that you can share to have us really address stress in a more positive way, something that we could do? Yes.
1: So, you know, there is another thing about stress that I, I really feel like I, I I would like to mention, too. Of course.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and this is on the positive side of it. Uh, and it's more an education because, you know, we hear about this hormone called oxytocin. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably know oxytocin mm-hmm. very well, mm-hmm. right? Oxytocin is kind of known as the cuddle hormone. You know, it makes you cuddle, makes you hug, makes you feel good about it. Well, there is multiple things about oxytocin. It's a narrow hormone. It finds tune, you know, in our brain to our social instincts, okay? So what it basically does, it primes us to do things that actually gets us closer to people. We crave the physical contact. Now, let me ask, let me stop right here and ask you. I don't know, you know, during this pandemic, uh, are you more an introvert or an extrovert person? Or are you half and half, maybe like me?
0: Uh, I, I am a, um, I'm a social introvert. Social introvert. So I need, I need people. I, I want people. I love it. But I'm more of an introvert. Yeah. So did
1: you feel like, uh, you know, that you,
0: you craved some physical contact? Absolutely. Absolutely. This- I, I see people and say, oh, I, I, I want to hug you. Yeah. yeah, so this is this
1: is natural. This is the oxytocin hormone, you yeah. know, because it's we are alone. We're not alone, more alone. Like we don't have the external, you know, touches. We're not seeing people as often. We are craving this contact.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: a lot of folks, you know, especially on the depression or on the chronic uh, stress level, you can get to depression, more anxiety, and all that. And the tendency, a lot of folks on depression even if it's acute or chronic a lot of times is to distance themselves they are actually going against the normal part of the body Mm. the body actually is craving you to talk to somebody and once you allow and i see this especially with the introverts more than the extroverts you know because they're they feel comfortable more on their own so if you're now depressed you don't want to talk to anybody Mm -hmm. you know You know, I'm going to say to myself, I don't need help. You know, I don't want to bother anybody. But you are telling yourself those things, actually. Mm. Uh, That's not really what the body is telling you. You're going, you know, if you listen close enough. And if I say that, I know that maybe you're going through a hard time, Karen. I says, you know, let me check on Karen. And Karen actually answered the phone. And I'm here as your friend to kind of help you lift you up because most people want to help others
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're gonna see that likely you're gonna feel invigorated by that conversation but you, you need to pick up that phone
0: exactly exactly right. and, and follow that little inkling that you have yes make the call and uh yeah using that intuition
1: that and makes- that intuition on the oxytocin comes through it too because oxytocin is also, funny as it is, it is a stress hormone as well. So it's going to make our heart pound, mm-hmm. in a way, right? But it's release, I mean, it's, it's so it, it, it's so amazing, but it's release in a stress to respond, to motivate us to seek support.
0: You know, I, and, you know, I I find that, And I tell my clients, a lot of it is a a choice. It's a choice of how you look at it. It's a choice of whether you believe that stress is harmful or not. Yes. That is a choice. But it's also a choice. The effects of the body, that heart pumping, could be excitement. Excitement. Or it could be fear. Yes. Which
1: would you prefer it to be? Which one are you, you know, talking about the strategy? Is that exactly part of the strategy? So I would like everyone who is listening to when you feel that is stress, okay? I want you to, to to take a small little break. Take a few deep breaths and it says, hold on a second. What's going on over here? Let's let's move from those individuals, you know, who are stress is harmful and is stress is like, oh, the body is preparing me to go after that goal. That, the stress is that heart pounding, or you know, that shock on the chest over here is to say, Hey, there is maybe some danger. Maybe you're on a dark, uh, dark road or something, or maybe you know, you're driving over here, and all of a sudden somebody cuts you off, and you have that explosion, right? And, and immediately you feel it. So, hold on, this is the brain, this is the body saying, Hey, pay attention. Attention, that's it. Yeah. That- is let's change the mindset a little bit from oh my god I'm freaking out to you know oh something is going to happen to hold on a second the body stand that I prepare let's now take a
0: few deep breaths. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're learning how to respond as opposed to react. Exactly. Exactly. It is not
1: a response acute rapid response, but really is a way to strategically which becomes then if you practice this
0: it becomes a habit exactly exactly it, it it's something that does become your reaction because you have created it as a choice response
1: let go to that direction okay it's just like you know I you know I hate to say this but during this pandemic you know and all those things You know, a lot of individuals went through the wrong side of the curve, right? They went into the news and the death and this and that and that. And some, this has been very real for people.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Right? And and, and there is absolutely no way that I wouldn't be worried. I'm worried with my mom in Brazil. You know, there is so much I can do. But, you know, the point is you can go and constantly be fed by the news, be fed by multiple things that are going to continue to stress you out. Or you can say, What can I do over here to control this? You know, is that shutting down the news? Is that going for a walk? Is that doing meditation? Is that really writing? Is that speaking to a friend? So you see what I'm saying? What am I doing over here to change my reaction, my current well being, you know, how these things are impacting me, so to react in the future? So instead of thinking this is so negative, it's like, Why is this happening to my life? What can I do? that is gonna improve the quality of my life during this downtime, let's put it this way.
0: So you are looking for solution-based and you're choosing to look for a solution to a situation that is not really healthy for you at this point. Maria, I I would love, we're just gonna have to talk again. That's all there is to it. I, I am so grateful. Uh, but our, our time is coming to a close here. And uh, But before we go, how can people find you, Maria? I think. They need you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now there is so much to
1: talk about that. Yes, um, I know our time here is short, there's lots of strategies that we can do, but I would say sometimes I take ownership you know, let's pause. We need to pause, take a few draps and uh, dr- uh, a few breaths, time out, and view this as a positive way because there is always a silver lining in everything. I, I truly believe. Everything we do. So let's take that approach from the moment that things start, right? The moment that it starts. So, the people, the way that people can reach me, well, I have a website and it's called bfabbu.com. It's that B E F A B B E Y O U.com. So, there you can sign up for my newsletter. Uh, and the newsletter is, uh, you know, normally I focus on monthly topic, like this month has been metabolism. So I do challenges. I do different things. I do ebooks. So when you sign up for my newsletter, you get in touch and uh, you know with all that. I don't put all that into my blog, but yeah, I have uh, articles uh, and all that kind of stuff in my blog. Then I have a Facebook uh, group that is uh, "Be Fair, Be you. But I, I, hopefully you're going to put those links into the, uh, the podcast as well.
0: Absolutely. I will put those in the podcast description. You
1: can find me at BeFabBU Be Wellness in Facebook as my page to follow me there. I'm on Instagram too. But if you go to my website, uh, bfabu.com, Be then you're going to have, you can sign up for the newsletter and you're going to have the icons to stay in touch socially. And when you sign up for the newsletter, you also get some freebies. You get what I call a fun fitness calendar that I've been using since the day I created it. Uh, it's on my fridge is awesome I have fun with it and then an anti-inflammatory um, uh, shopping list so help people to kind of you know with foods manage the lower the inflammation so there are some foods that create more inflammation in the body than others so does the stress right
0: yeah Maria Horstman I am so grateful that you joined us today and I hope that you will again because there's we could talk for hours I can see that <laughs> And, and share with our, our listeners for, for a long time. So thank you so much for joining me today. And have an awesome life.
1: Yes, you too. It was a pleasure, Karen. I, um, you know, I, I look forward to continue this uh, relationship and uh, hopefully this uh, you know, add value. And as long as your listeners take one action. I always like this. So what can I do? One thing. Listen to anything with an intent. And maybe go back to this video, you know, or to this podcast. Listen, listener says what well, I'm going to do one thing out of this, you know, so that that can improve your life tremendously, especially when
0: it comes to stress. It, it's making that choice and taking that idea of there is a solution and I'm going to look for it. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, uh,
1: you know, alone can be hard. So that's why you know they hire coaches like myself. You know people come with uh, for weight loss and health. Uh, In reality, a lot of times is actually breaking down this debris between point A and point B. A lot of it is really assessing life. You know, uh, looking into the what I call energy zappers, energy boosters in life by creating this space for them to kind of uh, improve their nutrition, to improve you know their sleep, to control the stress. So a lot of it is about life in general. So coaches will help with that. And, you know, and, and exercise, obviously, it's, it's one of my top choices to manage stress. And people sometimes are just out of, uh, you know, they don't know where to start or they're afraid of getting injured. You know, like I work with women with bone health issues, you know, and they're 50s, 60s and all that. So, I, you know, I provide a, a few opportunities for people to, um, to get started or to improve their health journey.
0: I love it. I love it. And, uh, our conversation, our video conversation, uh, will be elongated because we've talked so much and you've shared so much. So thank you. I will make sure that that gets up onto the video and I will let you know when it's up there. Sounds good, Karen. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. You take care. You too. Bye-bye.